It's time for Two Sticks and a Stone. Shut up. Go, master, <laughs> go masturbate or something. I don't know. Whatever teenagers Here's some does. VR porn. Right. <laughs> Uh, Anyways, two sticks and a stone. Hi. Yeah, we're <laughs> back again. Yeah. Right? Uh, what's up? I still have not tried VR porn with my VR. <laughs> can you? Yeah. With, I just haven't. Do you have an the, Oculus? Is with the mean? Oculus, you yeah. can? Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you have the Quest 2 now, too. Oh, my God. I'm not showing up to the podcast next week. I know yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to ever do it on mine, mine's the PlayStation. It'd be a pain in the ass because you have to go, like, go to the web browser on PlayStation. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> so yeah. I guess, but with the with the Oculus, you'd have to, you still have to be hooked up to a PC, right? Uh, to access that I don't the know. internet? Yeah, I don't know enough about the Oculus Quest to answer that. Yeah, I, don't I got it, but I know it hooks up to the internet, but I don't know if you can actually do it. Well, no, I think it does have an internet browser, maybe. Yeah, you Porn might be able to VR. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, you might be you might be able to do it. You might have to do some like sneaky, like disabling random shit and safety. I'm features. pretty sure yeah. that's like a whole category of porn now, though, is VR. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, I think they make it for that now. Yeah, really? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> wasting my life. <laughs> yeah. Can lay in bed all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus, all this time I could be spending getting the poison out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, I finished Peacemaker. I told you that. Did you start that? Yeah, I watched the first episode last night. What'd you think? Yeah, it was pretty good. I I enjoyed it. I hope, I hope this is a sign that DC will finally like lay into the, the R like side of it because let's be honest, like Marvel's got their shit on lock. They can do whatever. But what DC needs to do to like differentiate themselves is just fucking go for it. They need to have like the dark fucked up stuff. They should just lean Absolutely. into that. They to are get leaning their- into it more now. They're just too scared to do that with their like shared universe most of the time. Like with the Justice League, they don't want to do it. I mean, it's uh, stupid, but yeah. Yeah, I, I just I, I don't know. I feel like that's how they could create their own thing that could kind of compete to Marvel just by like laying into that but so i hope that's the the route they take um obviously i haven't met, met vigilante yet which i know you guys talked a lot i got, I got the voicemails love, you're gonna love vigilante. i got the voicemails yeah. those are pretty funny be like vigilante. oh yeah what up it's vigilante like blah blah, blah whatever he'd be like yo p it's v like <laughs> flexing my face muscles <laughs> um, but yeah, um no, i just realized that i i called you p like like penis yeah and then myself v like a vagina yeah <laughs> uh yeah, it Vigilante was. gets so much better too. Yeah, he's just such a lots of lines great he, he just says something and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm down. Did that even go there? But yeah, I think fun. it's the next episode. Yeah, it's the next episode where he shows up. Um, where he, yeah, where he um starts shooting those kids in the head and stuff like that. Like you know, yeah, okay, like all yeah. That stuff. yeah, I'm down. Yeah. No, what about the intro? Um. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the intro is pretty good. <laughs> I enjoyed the intro. It's brilliant. <laughs> so uh, you mentioned like how at the thing. end of it, how he's like breathing really heavy. So Ali and I've been watching it, and he is breathing. But he does this thing where he like moves his arms, is what you're saying. And it's weird because the eagle does it exactly when he does it too. And so I don't know if like they did that to try and like distract from him moving or like what. It was really weird. James look. Gunn said that they he did that on purpose, and they kept the take. That was like their seventh time in a row trying to do that dance, like just the last part yeah. of the dance and that they were so tired. And so any, you, even if you see some of the people in the background, they'll go and like stumble a little bit. They're all <laughs> tired. And he's like, and he, and he left it on purpose just because he thought it was hilarious trying to watch John Cena, like 
try to hold him there, like be be still. And he was like, and that's what made it fun. So we yeah. kept it. It is fun. And yeah. so they obviously, yeah, they obviously just took Eagly eagle. and just made made him match it. Like the <laughs> eagle also was tired. Yeah. And like couldn't hold it. It was up. like the exact same movements. Like, like whenever he moved up, he moved up. It was funny to watch. I was so <laughs> Allie was like, He's just matching the eagle. I was like, well, the eagle is CGI, so probably not yeah, that. Yeah, probably the other way. <laughs> yeah. right. And it's fine, too, because when James Gunn was talking about it. <clears throat> Excuse you. Uh, yeah. He was like, uh, he was like, I was telling everybody about, like, how we're going to do this dance routine. And everybody was like, everybody was like, I, I, I can't dance. I can't. Like, you're going to what? We're going to do a dance routine? And he said, he said, like, John Cena was like, oh, I can dance. <laughs> and he was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. it like Dude, that. I have actually seen John Cena live back when he did WWE. I went to one WWE event and John Cena was there and fucking. Um, wow, you little bitch. Goldberg. That was the other one. I went to a WWE event <laughs> with my daughter because she was so much into wrestling back then. She still is now, but she doesn't watch it nearly as much. Um, and yeah, it was fun. Like, I know it's all fake, of course, but yeah. so, you know, but I, I was, can't I, understand. I was it. having more fun watching her have fun because she was like into it and like screaming at the people like, you're yeah. a jerk and blah, blah. And so I was, you know, having fun with her. But um, I just, I, I just love the stunt work. Like that alone is just fun. I can watch them mm -hmm. flip around and land yeah, and do their falls cool. and stuff like that's all fun Um, to watch them do all that I will live. say like, it's weird because like, it's more impressive seeing it live as far as the choreography goes, but it also sucks because they don't have the, the camera angles to work with at the same time. So right, like, so you're just it looks, there. yeah. So like, it looks even more fake in person, but at the same time, you kind of like comprehend the diff. Like, I mean, they're doing like double front flips off the ropes and then like body slamming someone. You're like, Jesus Christ. Like that's, that's fucking acrobatic. And these <laughs> dudes weigh like 300 pounds. Like, oh, yeah. It's yeah, insane. Guys, it takes a lot of time but, to do what they do for sure. Yeah. We just took a shitload of edibles. Good time. <laughs> <laughs> I texted my brother-in-law today and I was like, you need to watch Peacemaker. He's like a prison guard. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a rancher prison guard. Big <laughs> military wanting to be guy kind of thing. Like, he was in the military, but he didn't get deployed, I guess. So like, he's just, I was like, yes, you'll love this. <laughs> One of my favorite vigilante moments is him getting arrested and he just walks over there nonchalantly and he tries to pick up the trash can. He's like, <clears throat> and he yeah. can't do it. So he kind of picks it up. And he's like, yeah. and he just tries to throw it against the window. And yeah. then he's like, yeah, I did that. And then they all, <laughs> and they all fucking tackle him. <laughs> so fucking funny. Be careful with my toe, guys. I have a problem with my toe, like why they're all yeah. trying to like fucking tackle him. Oh, yeah, you got to watch more of that show. It's so good. Yeah, you'll get really, really into it for sure. No, I'm down. I've known. What uh, else are you guys up to? I'm see Bat I'm gonna see Batman on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Did you get your tickets? Yeah. Um, no, because I can't. I thought about going late on Friday night because I won't have my kids like after I get mm -hmm. off work. Um, but other than that, I haven't looked into it yet because Dave wants to go too, but he's not available until Monday, and that's okay. But I don't want to wait that long. Yeah, like so I want to see it at least on Sunday at the soonest. So yeah. When does um, it come out? Friday. This weekend. On Friday, okay. Thursday, technically. Like yeah, there, there's even the shows there, there's even shows at like at four PM on Thursday. Okay. But it's like almost three hours long. Damn. But I'm hearing like I can't fucking wait. I'm hearing really, really, really good things about it. So Yeah. I'm ready. Jay and I have been in a movie kick, so it kind of works out. Cause we'll probably see it next weekend then. Like going to the movies? Mm -hmm. uh, I need to see yeah. the Foo Fighters movie too. 
Oh, I forgot to say. Is that the studio? Yeah, I did send it to you. Did you guys listen to the Dave Grohl's metal song? Yeah. Oh no! I yeah, I listen to it. I love it. I think it's great. Damn, it was pretty good. Just the fact that it's Dave Grohl is just what makes me happy about it. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Um, it it made me happier. Um, hearing their BG stuff because that was so oh, more yeah, off yeah. the wall for me yeah. than him doing metal. Because I'm like, of course you can do metal. But when I heard him doing the falsetto shit, I was like, oh damn. Yeah, that stuff's really fun too. Yeah, but yeah, the movie looks really funny. I really want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I kept seeing yeah the posters and. Uh, every movie we saw the trailers were for it so we just like excited throws him on the grill (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh who wait who is it that plays um um the devil and the pick of destiny dave Grohl. that's dave Grohl, right okay yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. anyway yeah it's been uh, i need to rewatch that movie i have a couple weeks ago i watched the um complete masterworks 2 which is like a live Tenacious D concert where like it's it's almost like a play. Like it starts out mm-hmm. and they like play songs in like KG's living room and he pulls out this really shitty electric guitar and they plug it in and they get electrocuted and die and go to hell. And they find Colonel Sanders to be their drummer because he killed over a million chickens. <laughs> um, Antichrist is their guitar player. And then um, uh, Charlie Chapman because he's gay. Have you, <laughs> have you watched any of their original TV show? Yeah, some of it for sure. Not like the, the show is that was whole, on like, like HBO. Yeah, I saw pieces of it, but never full show. So like, I love the whole Sasquatch part. <laughs> he tries out on the drums, and he's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, all those episodes are good. I have them all on DVD, like the the set. They're whatever. on HBO Max, I think, or HBO as well. So well, yeah, because yeah, that makes it. sense because they were on HBO as an HBO show. So. Yeah, so I'm trying to get. I'm, I'm planning to get over to those. But yeah, I know that like there's the the version of tribute from the show. With the they have like the wrestling match in the middle of the right. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> the rocket sauce in order to get to the point where they can beat it. <laughs> um let's see what else is new. Um you went and saw your slashy band. We did go see Slash. How was that? It was fun. Where was it at? The Paramount. Uh, okay, it was yeah. funny though. <laughs> Cause uh of the weather, the opening band got delayed, so there was no opener. So we got there at like seven and just had just sat there till like eight thirty. <laughs> That'd be funny, just fucking get trashed in that like hour. I did it though because I just didn't feel good for like you know when like you're just like I do not want a bunch of liquids in my stomach right now. Like yeah. that was my state. I didn't want that. I didn't, right. I didn't want to be a little buzzed, but but it was funny because I texted Irving on the way down there, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, what time are you gonna get there?" He's like, "Probably between like six thirty and seven or get to the show." He said, "Six thirty and seven. I was like, "Cool." I got there and like 745 rolls around. We're sitting. He's still not like at his seat. And I'm like, where is he? I texted him. He didn't respond. So then I called him and I was like, where are you? And he's like, what do you mean? Where am I at? And I was like, like the show? Like, where are you? And he's like, that's tonight? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, he was only 15 minutes away, like lived 15 minutes yeah. away. And there was no opening band. So he got there like five minutes before Slash started. <laughs> Damn, well, I guess, yeah, I guess that works out. That's fucking hilarious. That's tonight? That's hilarious. <laughs> like, I thought it was the 28th. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Good thing you called him. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But yeah, then uh, Eli went with us, our tattoo artist, and he had a great time. He said it was his first show since COVID started. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Besides like Bill Burr, but that's not yeah. a concert like that. Right. But yeah, it was huh. fun. Uh, they, I told Jeremy the thing I didn't like is it's at the Paramount and I've been there before, but it was on the orchestra section to so the floor. Mm-hmm. 
and they put up seats for everybody. So we had assigned seats and I hated that. Oh yeah. But also they didn't stagger them. Uh, so you're just like looking at the person front. So I had a great spot if it wasn't for the one guy that was just a little too tall right in front of me. So I was like, oh, that's a good view. In this way, that's did a good I, view. Did everybody, did everybody eventually stand up though? No, that's what I'm saying. Everybody was standing up. And oh, okay. so he was just like right in front of me. And so like I had to like lean depending on who I was watching. <laughs> but yeah. otherwise it was a good view. So that was cool. I've only, the only time I've been to the Paramount was uh, for Joey Diaz. So I'm assuming it was probably like the same setup, but that was like a hassle because like first we couldn't find our fucking seats. And then we like went and asked someone because we thought we found them, but there was like people there. We're like, hey, we think those are we seats. in the orchestra section too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you they were like to center right or left or whatever. Yeah, we were on the the left side, and um, there's like people sitting there, and we're like, hey, we think that's their seats, and they're like, no. And we're like, uh, pretty sure. So we like went and got and asked someone, and we're like, hey, we're trying to find our seats, like whatever. And the dude like brought us back to that spot. And he was like, yep, these are your seats. And we're like, well, these people, and they're like, oh, they're like, hey guys, those aren't your seats. And they were like, what the fuck? And they started like freaking out. So it was like super weird, but. Overall, the venue is nice. But speaking of tall people, though, at shows, I swear to God, Buckethead has the tallest fan demographic <laughs> of any artist anywhere. Dude, so it was me, Jer, and Matt. And obviously, I mean, you know, Matt. Matt's like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, He's pretty fucking yeah. tall. And uh, he was one of the shortest people there. <laughs> like, we literally walked in and we were like, holy shit. Like... This dude in front of us is tall. And then we would like move and be like, did they lower that the stage? Yeah, no, we'd be like, that dude is tall. And we're like, everyone's tall. We can barely see. Like, what the fuck? Like, literally, the average height was like 6'5. I swear to God. It was so fucking weird. And then obviously, Buckhead himself is like fucking eight feet. Eight feet. Eight feet. Yeah. He's so fucking tall. Have you guys ever been into a fight at a concert before? Gotten into one or just. No. I've yeah, seen or, or one. Almost gotten into one. I'm not an aggressive enough person. Yeah, I saw one happen in front I of me. I thought about that because you thought you, you talked about your seats and how they were like, oh, what the fuck? And then, so yeah. it made me wonder if you guys have been. No, like, I just like end up trying to find a different way to deal with this than a fight. Yeah, because <laughs> I I don't think I'd win a fight. So, <laughs> right. yeah, I don't I don't want to get into shit. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, it was Guns and Roses. Not this one, but yeah, not yeah, one yeah, yeah. When I went and saw Guns N' Roses, when me and Heidi went and saw Guns N' Roses in California, because we were on the same mindset as you were, where they released that like twenty show, show there, and, we, and I was like, they're gonna break up before it's over. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta fly out there. So we flew out to California. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm missing Guns N' Roses where they're from. We're gonna go to L.A. So yeah, so we went to um, Dodger Stadium, and we were in the wrong seats, and we didn't realize it. And people came up to us, and they were like, "Hey, you're in our seats," and we were like. No, I don't think so. We looked at our seats and we're like, oh, we are in the wrong seat. Sorry about that. And they were like, oh, yeah, no problem. So we're getting up. Mm-hmm. And Heidi was like, so where's our seats? And this guy goes, you can come over, sit over here. And I was like, what the fuck did you just say? And I just <laughs> went all over this guy. And she was like pulling me away. And I was like, he's fucking dead. And I was like <laughs> yelling at him. And the guy like said that, looked at me, and then just looked at the concert and just ignored me for the rest of the time because I was... <laughs> not controlling myself that was the last time i can remember being in a confrontation like at a- i would be a lot more confrontational if i like knew how to fight i feel like not that i would but like i'm just saying i would feel more like comfortable doing comfortable yeah, being like yeah, hey know. you know this is our seat or something as opposed to like 
going around in it. I also know there's some fucking crazy people at concerts, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, there's people I've talked to who are like super nice, and then like I just see them switch on a dime, and I'm like, whoa, (laughs) where did that come from? Oh, yeah. And there's also people that like I've been in plenty of situations where I know how to fight and I still got my ass beat. Yeah. Um, because they just hit me first and hit me harder. And I was like, oh my God, what just happened? Yeah, I was disoriented. And so even that doesn't like, I just, I, it's way better now than it was because that was what that was like, like five years ago for yeah five, five years or ago six because I think they got together in 2016 so it depends yeah. what year you yeah, want. Yeah, it was five or six years ago and my temper was in a way worse place back then. I used to get set off a lot easier than I do now but yeah it was also just having a temper like someone could yeah, just say the a wrong thing like and I that, would be like, down their throat. I want to <laughs> say something but again like also, I don't know what the guy looks like. It depends on the person I'm looking at, I guess. But I know I'm not a very big guy. So I'm like, is it better to make the confrontation than get my ass beat and then the whole scenario is just kind of fucked over? <laughs> or just be like, fuck that guy and walk away with Allie and just not and just ignore it. Right. And then just forget about it and have the show. Yeah, hey, so I want to do something about it, but it's usually just you're not you're still it. like more confrontational than I am though. Like still yeah, the fact, yeah, like the, the movie. The movie at Antlers when he like went up to the dude sleeping behind us. It's Twice. like I never would have done that. Like yeah. I'm not that type of person. Whereas Liam was like, should I go say something? I'm like, I'm not going to. He's like I'm going to like, okay, you deal with that. Annoying. Like the whole fucking theater with the first two people, only two people in there. And this guy walks in last fucking trailer sits right behind us. Whole fucking theater. It's empty. Falls asleep. Starts snoring. Right. A loud noise wakes him up. Falls asleep again. And he's not right. waking up that time. And I had to go fucking wake him up. And then he fell asleep again. And we just left him in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We like got up. We like checked the series. So we were like, yep. And then we just like, left. I was like fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. And see, you handle it in a very, that's still considered a, a, a very calm matter. Like you confronted him, but you weren't like in his face. You're yeah. like, we're trying to watch this movie. Do I just want, Hey man, like, you're <laughs> I already know. Like it already popped yeah. into my head when you started saying, like, I know what I would have done is I would have finished my drink. And I would have been like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, pretending like there's more people there and got to him and purposely spilled my pop all over his face and been like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you fucking sitting here? Oh, wow. I'm so sorry. Like, and then like refilled up my pop outside and walked back in and been like, douche. And then like sit down or something like it's just <laughs> yeah, my, I would never do that. My, confront, <laughs> my confrontation with people is just so much more different where I would have turned around, like thrown my pop at his head and been like, shut up. No, I just went up to him and poked him. And I was like, hey, you're snoring. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, like, you know, it's really funny, actually, speaking of that. So, and then he goes back to sleep and then keeps snoring. So <laughs> well, no, after he fell back asleep, he didn't snore. It is like, I don't, like, maybe occasionally he had one, but like, it yeah. wasn't bugging me. But okay. the point was that we'd left the theater and he was still passed out. But only he was the only person in the theater and I just left him there because I was hey, like, fuck this guy. You can be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dude. if you're going to go to a movie at 10 o'clock at night and fucking sleep, why'd you spend the money? Like, just go home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, for real. One thing that's funny. So, like I said, recently Jade's kind of been in a movie kick, but she fucking like hates going to the movie theaters. And I was like, why? why? And the number one reason she hates it is because she's scared of getting popcorn in her hair. She what? thinks someone's going to throw popcorn at her. That's literally like. 
I've never like even seen that done. I know. <laughs> I was like, I'm the wrong person to give that information to. You're yeah, right. You're right. Wrong I should. Because I will just lightly place it into her hair all night long so she can get out of the theater and be like, oh my God. And like freak out. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It's like PTSD. Right. And I'll be like, that's what you get for parking in my fucking spot. Yeah. And that, that, <laughs> <he parked. laughs> it doesn't matter. I blame it on her just to be it's funny. Car. Yeah. Uh, like it's her car. That's that's awesome. I was just like, that's your fear. Like what? <laughs> yeah. That's a know. very interesting fear. Is it an actual fear or is it just that it would bug her? Like it no doesn't idea. sound like an actual fear. It just sounds like she's like, she's she like, doesn't I don't want, want it to happen. happen. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. She's For just me, like, like my weird thing like that is ice skating. I'm super paranoid about falling and somebody going over my fingers. Your fi- I, I mean, the fingers okay. are all right, but I'm scared of someone falling. And like, if you, maybe you guys have seen the video, but like the one goalie, who is like Are you talking about the one from Blades of Glory where you got head cut off? No. But well, no, there's been people in hockey that have had their throat slit by yeah, someone else's skate. There's one, it's dude, it's super gnarly. Like it, luckily the dude didn't die, but the goalie was like, you know, doing whatever. And yeah, one of the players like fell and his skate come up, came Oof. up, immediately sliced his jugular. And it's just, dude, nope. it literally looked like obviously he wasn't vomiting, but it looked like he was vomiting up blood. It was just like, bleh, nope. bleh. and like nope. one, I forgot the, the story behind it, but there was like a whole thing on it. But yeah, it was like, there was some dude who happened to be like close to the rinkside and he was like, yeah, an he, EMT was, or he something. was a doctor. And okay. he ran out onto and the like ice and, his thing. and he pinched it shut yeah. so the guy wouldn't die yeah, and he like pinched ran his up and fucking... shut and held it shut until the, the ambulance could get there and sew him up and shit. Dude, it Jeez. was gnarly. Like literally all the announcers were like freaking out. Everybody's free. Like it was a shit ton of blood. Oh, I mean, obviously. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like dude, it was you, insane. You, you stop a hockey game after that. Cause you're yeah. like, all right, well, we're just going to take three days off from yeah. the traumatic experience we just saw. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've, I, I like, I, I've only been ice skating like a few times and I can do it, but I'm not like, yeah, not I'm not amazing. I'm not very good I can rollerblade, but I can't ice skates a, a little bit different. Rollerblading. Yeah. yeah is I, I, th- I think the enjoyable. finger thing comes because my dad cut off fingers on a table saw. So like the whole thought of that <laughs> yeah. is just like a thing in my brain. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it now, it just sends like a shiver down my yeah, side. Yeah, like but... Allie thinks I'm really fucking weird. Like it's like super uncommon. Like I know it's uncommon, but like I've thought of it and like the thought of it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> It's no different though. Like it sounds different, but it's no different than a fear of a woman who's like, I don't want to walk down that alleyway because I could get raped. Like it's that same kind of fear where you're like, I don't want something bad to happen to me. Whether it's weird, you're getting your fingers cut off or mm. someone's going to rob you or whatever. Like it's that same still yeah, fear yeah. where you're like, I don't, nope, I don't, I like my fingers, you know, like, uh, that's, may, yeah, it's obviously a different, uh, it's a fear, but mine gives me like, like he said, like the spine tingles, like the thought, like, you know, like, well, it's mm-hmm. different for you because if something like that would happen to you, you'd never play guitar again. Or at least sure. never be able to play that, the yeah. same. Ever Honestly, that's again. not yeah. even where it comes into my mind, though. There's the thought, like the sink, like just the getting, yeah, just the whole concept of it is like just ugh, makes me shiver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is crazy too. Yeah, like it's weird to think about, but like you know, for like Matt, for example, I don't know if I told you this, but like recently broke his hand. No. Okay, so he was like started a job at uh, I think it was at Sam's, and he was like, but the auto department, sure. And one of the dudes like had a car on a lift. And he like lifted the car with Matt's hand still in it. And so he literally like smashed his oh. entire hand like with a car. It was like fucked up. And Matt's like, like all he cares about is guitar. That's all he cares about. And like he still can't play the same because of it. Like Oof, it really yeah. like he was freaking. He was like he kept taking, telling his doctor. He was like, dude, am I going to recover? Like, can I play guitar? Like it, all he could think about. And it's like, 
yeah, your hand's such an easy thing to fuck up. And like, if you're Little a guitar flyanges. player, that's the worst thing to yep. fuck up. Like, so how long ago did that happen? Like six months ago, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard of some finger injuries taking, yeah, like a super long time before, yeah, they, sure. can, yeah. before they can play guitar he's, again and stuff like that. He's starting to get like, I'm like, sure he can definitely like hand exercises too. To get yeah. His like his, up. his, um, uh, endurance, like his stamina, I guess, in his hand, like isn't what it used to Is be. He obviously, using and one like, of those like squish things. It's not like a not a stress ball, but they have these things where it's like four knobs for your fingers and like mm. a handle, and you just squeeze them individually. I'm not exactly sure, but I know he did like a full like physical therapy. It's a guitar. Like, it's a, gar- a guitar. Well, you need to send him to Doctor okay. Liam. Well, yeah. just so well, that way he can prescribe him the. <laughs> Yeah, the finger thing. It's just made for strengthening your finger guitars. So yeah. I, I mean, I'll have to help. ask him because if he's still having an issue, I'll definitely fucking yeah. let him know about it. But yeah, yeah I'm sure just, he's got to try something. Yeah, but that would no, suck. it fucking sucks. Yeah, that's if that like, was me and I had such a passion for playing guitar, the guy who crushed me, I would sue the living fuck. Oh, out of dude, him. no, like, like I would get the workman's comp, and then I'd be like, "You're fucking like I'm taking your car, your house, like I'm suing for everything I fucking can because you're a piece of shit." No, he was. He was like talking to his therapist about it. He was like, I don't know what to do when I go back to work. He was like, I'm like honestly scared that I might fuck that dude up. Like I <laughs> I literally don't think I can control my emotions. And like he like had to talk to his therapist about it and stuff. Like he was freaking out. Like, which yeah, again, valid. That's the only <laughs> yeah. thing you care about. Like, yeah, if that's one of your biggest passions and then you can't do it anymore, like that will mentally scar someone for life. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because yeah. he doesn't do it for a living, obviously, but he may want yeah. to or whatever. Like, I mean, it's like all his schooling is geared towards that. Like, literally, literally his entire life is geared towards that. So, yeah, that would fucking suck. But does he play in a band? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's strange. He is, well, like I mean, he's, he's de- done like little gigs, like here and there, or whatnot. Um, but I know we're meeting a drummer at one of the shows we're going to, to like talk with him and try to like set something up you are so too? Like, so, you so he wants to play or basing yeah vocals nice. so he wants yeah. to play your kind of music that's oh, what yeah. matt's into matt, yeah, 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 yeah yeah matt yeah, matt's the same like stuff i swear dude matt is a walking metal dictionary or encyclopedia i guess yeah. like literally like when it comes to like certain genres like metal core he's not like as familiar with like when i mentioned some uh, silent civilian like he wasn't like familiar but right. he does know like the bigger metalcore stuff but yeah he'll there'll be the most obscure bands and you'll be like you know he'll see someone like wearing a shirt like when we worked at the vape shop there's this dude who was wearing like such a fucking obscure black metal shirt and i'd be like oh hey fucking this band the dude's like what the fuck like how do you even know that <laughs> it's just like he's been into metal since he was like 10 and that's all he's fucking just delved into that's crazy yeah <clears throat> but I don't think I've been into metal since I was 10, maybe close to that, but it was just different metal. So I can't, yeah, I can't speak yeah. towards any of that. Do you listen to any black metal at all? Mm-hmm. I'm not like it. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I do really like black metal just cause it's like a nice, cause with black metal, you know, it's like more atmospheric. I feel like so black metal is kind of more of like the, the like relaxing metal to me. Did you ever listen to any typo negative? Um, I know the name. I might have heard some songs, but I that would be a no. Okay. I feel like I've even heard them. I'll have to bring them to the podcast. I feel like I've even heard them, but I've never brought them to the podcast because I thought for sure you've already heard them like a hundred times. But yeah, they're probably one of my most favorite black metal bands of all time. Like they were 
fucking amazing. And I never got to see them live because the lead singer like died of a massive heart attack. Damn. Because he, mean, but he was like a monster. He was like a huge fucking dude. So he had like an enlarged heart. Uh, okay. And then I think he also did. He might have also done like a lot of drugs. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's like, but yeah, I mean, they're uh, they're one of those bands that are a lot like Metalocalypse, where they just don't take themselves seriously. Oh, nice. One of my favorite things from them is they came out with a greatest hits album when I was like twenty two. I think mm-hmm. they came out with a greatest hits album, and on the front of the album it said, "Don't mistake lack of talent for genius." And that's all the album was called. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like, like so that. they're just one of those bands that just don't yeah. take themselves seriously. But they're really, they're really talented. But yeah, um, Peter Steele was the name of the the singer in that band. He was so fucking loved by all the goth chicks, all the metal chicks. Almost every girl I knew that was into any kind of rock and roll that liked him had his Playgirl issue because he posed in Playgirl. Mm-hmm. And I guess like from the pictures I saw, it looks, I mean, the dude's carrying at least 10 or 11 inches of dick. Um, <laughs> nice. So he was just a massive dude, long hair, yeah. super built and a big old dick. So girls were just like, ah, yeah. Yeah. and he's yeah. got a deep voice. So yeah, anyways, it's yeah, just he's a very scary looking man yeah yeah he's fucking he looks like what i would expect from a black metal band yeah, yeah they're, exactly they're, yeah, and they're like they're it. from finland so yeah i like, was about to say yeah like, he looks fucking, that's like i think it's one of the first places of like black metal is like finland right? yeah, yeah like finland and like sweden yeah they, or they might like, be sweden but i know there's some they're somewhere around yeah. there but yeah they um yeah they're they're crazy good I always, well, uh, one question so i know you said you're not a huge fan of uh blast beats which I always thought kind of a little interesting because you said you had dabbled like a little bit in black metal like here and there. But I thought that was weird because I feel like one of the main things of black metal is blast beats. I know exactly why. I, I mean, I get why you don't. I, I don't know. Well, and I might be <clears throat> I might be labeling black metal incorrectly. And that's probably why, because I don't like blast beats hardly at all. So mm-hmm. blast beats is a big part of black metal. I might not think that black metal is what i think it is and typo negative may not be a black metal band they may be something else mm-hmm. um because they don't do blast beats in any way shape or form hmm. so I mean, i'm to, not I'll, saying so it's I'll like to, i'm curious i'll have to look up and see what kind of genre their band actually is yeah because it might be different than what i actually think black. Metal i mean is. i'm not saying like it has to have black beats blast beats to be black metal it's just 90 percent of it is, is like it? it's just because okay. like the thing with black metal again is like gothic metal Gothic metal is what they are. Okay. okay. So then they're a goth metal band. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, regardless, I don't, I don't know. I'll still like check them out. Obviously, I'm intrigued. Doom metal. I do like doom metal, actually. Yeah. Doom metal is pretty fucking good. Cause yeah, uh, yeah. Something about like with doom metal, like the low and slow is always just nice to kind of, you yeah. know, relax to. But with the blast, the blast beats, like, cause I always think, yeah, black metal, like very atmospheric, and the blast beats are there not to like listen to. They're there as like a filler. Right. You know what I mean? Because the that's not the overarching like okay. point of the song, I guess. I don't know. But I, I've thought about doing some like black metal on the podcast. I just feel like I need to familiarize myself a little more before I do that. Right. Because again, it's not exactly what I listen to. But okay. I do want to because I'm sure there would probably be some that you'll like. And I'll try to look for some that's lighter on the blast beats. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I was just. Looking around at typo negative, um, that song I don't want to be me. I know that one, um, and I also I know that song. And then I was also reading here. I'm like, oh yeah, and then Trivium covered it. That's another reason I partially know it too. Oh, that's okay. probably why. Okay. Well, I've heard the original too, though. Um, yeah, almost everybody knows like Christian Woman. Like that one was a massive like hit. 
in like mm-hmm. the mid to late nineties, I think, or something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, they were awesome. And I'll bring them up at some point, but yeah, that was on a, a completely different tangent, but yeah. No, you're good. Um, uh, yeah. See now all, now all I'm thinking about is Batman. I want to go see that movie. So fucking bad. Oh, I thought you were thinking about Tango Negative. So, so fucking uh, long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty excited for I it. I can't fucking wait. I've been on. I a, heard the detective detective aspect of it is like real good. Yeah, that's what mm. I'm waiting for. I can't wait. I'm just hoping that they do more with Riddler, and it's not just the dude in the mask because I'm going to get angry if they do. So the review I watched it was, from but a, I know that they're holding so many things back, and they're doing it on purpose. And so yeah. that's what I'm trying to. Uh, that's what I'm hoping. I watched for. my favorite review, reviewer's review, and he said that what's really cool about the Riddler is they kind of do him as like the Zodiac killer. Mm. And I'm like, ooh. I like that. That's pretty, pretty neat. Maybe. I mean, for the fact of like a mystery vibe of it, they can do anything they want to along those lines. But if I don't see the Riddler and a fucking top hat and a suit and a tie or something close to that, I will lose my shit because it needs to be at least something close. If he's just going to wear that green fucking mask with goggles on it, with a question mark on it, I'm gonna be like, Son I, of a bitch. I obviously I haven't seen it. They've like, they haven't shown. It. I don't think he's gonna have a costume. I think he's gonna have. This is just my guess. I think he has that for whatever part. But like, yeah, because the penguin they have him wearing yeah, suits, yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's chubby, yeah. and he's got a pointy nose. I'm like, okay, they're at least doing hints yeah, to but him. But they showed the scene in the trailer where they arrest him in the diner, right? And f- I don't know from that scene. I've just kind of got. It's just one scene that's trailer. My, I guess I kind of got the vibe that he just is an unmasked person. Like there's no reason for the mask. They know who he is. Yeah. If they do, or if they do something along the lines of like, this is kind of like his beginnings or something like that. And then it turns into that that's later. What I thought I'll it was okay. too. Yeah. So we'll see. That's the only thing I'm worried about them fucking up. So I'm like, come on. I, like, I guess this is a Riddler still hasn't been done right until this point. And obviously I wasn't expecting it, but this movie also isn't an origin story. I guess it takes for Batman. It takes place two years after he started being Batman. Yeah. It's year two. Okay. So, but yeah, it looks cool. Instead of year zero or year one, I heard the uh, the penguin car chase is really cool. So I'm excited. Wait, is this already PG 13 or R? It's 13. It, it's a. I think it's a hard PG 13 though. Yeah. Okay. Like I, was they, just, I, was just yeah. I don't think they're at a place yet they're where they not, can yeah, make anything yeah, Batman yeah. R rated. It's too well, big. They, of may, a, they may do something like that someday, but I just don't think it's, it's ever going to be too big of an IP. They can get so much money off the kids going to see that Batman. Mean, yeah. Yeah. I've been reading so much fucking Batman shit lately. It's been crazy. Like I read um, um, the new comic series. It just came out. It was only three books, but it was called Batman the Imposter. That one was really fucking good. Um, that one, there's it's it's Batman in like year one, but there's a guy who's impersonating Batman. But when he meets villains, he just shoots him in the face. Oh, yeah. And okay. then just pushes them off the side of a I'm building. Nowhere to yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. 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 So everybody, everybody thinks that Batman is like a killer. And then I read the entire book. I had a, a big, thick ass, fucking thick as a dick book of um Batman Hush. And that story mm. was fucking amazing. I loved that one so much. That's probably one of my favorite I never Batman finished stories. It. I was reading read. it on the way back on the plane back from Iowa and I was so close and I didn't finish it. Oh, how far did you get? Um uh, the alley after the play. Oh fuck yeah! You got a ways to go. Yeah, was, <laughs> yeah. There's so much to 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 do there, but yeah, it was such a fucking. I had the whole book and I got it for my birthday, and I got the 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 noir version, and the noir, noir version is no color, so it's yeah. just Jim Lee's pencils and 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 Scott Williams ink, which was really cool to see because mm-hmm. I love the drawing of it. I love Jim Lee's artwork, anyways. Obviously, it's all over my fucking leg, <laughs> but um. Yeah, like I I got it and I started reading it. And I think I finished it. 
it was like this thick and i think i finished it in like three days like i just kept i haven't read in so long i couldn't (laughs) stop like i just kept waking up every morning before work and i would spend like a half an hour reading it to 45 minutes reading it like while eating cereal and shit and it was so damn good and i got so excited to show my kids like the batman hush movie because it was on hbo max and we watched the movie like dad what'd you think i'm like that was lame like it was yeah, they're they, usually not nearly they changed the story all around and they made the 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 person who's who's hush at the end different and i was like no so i told them the real story and they were like oh that's so much cooler and i was like i know well i haven't watched it because of this reason but like the injustice movie yeah like in it, i know in it like they kill off flash hmm. and i was like flash was like a huge piece of that story <laughs> yeah i did watch that movie and you're right i, th- I think did they kill off Flash? I think they did. Yeah, they shot him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. And then the person the person who has the 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 chess match with Superman that Flash is supposed to mm-hmm. have is like um I think it's the Martian Manhunter or something like that who has who has Which the, would make the sense. chess player. Yeah. But still instead yeah. of the Flash. But yeah, like it's that same conversation of like, oh, why don't you just start arresting people for smoking cigarettes and blah blah and they're mm-hmm. having that conversation. I remember them changing that around, but yeah, they did the hush thing. So don't watch it. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking terrible. Damn. I keep I've been intrigued so to watch the uh I might have even watched it and forgot how I think I might have watched it. It was so forgettable. It was the uh uh the one that's like Jack the Ripper. Oh, um Gotham by Gaslight. By Gaslight, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, the comic book's good and the movie's even good too. Really? I think I, I don't good. remember. I feel like I watched it, but I forgot it. I could have been really high though. That one's really good. I also I also <laughs> watched um since you guys read the books as a part of the, oh, the uh, earlier podcast, Long The Long Halloween is I've been really good. To watch it, yeah. Is that on um, Max yet? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's cut right into two movies, so it's three hours yeah, long. Yeah, I know it's you need oh, to nice. watch the Dark Knight Returns one. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and also um those are good too. I still need to watch um Fuck. What was the other one of the comic we read that's also on HBO Max? The Killing Joke. Nah, don't yeah, need to. Yeah, no, Jeremy keeps telling me to watch that one. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Like they they Hollywood the beginning. <laughs> they they Hollywood it up a little bit like they yeah. do with everything where they they have like Batman and 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 uh and uh Batgirl like fuck yeah. and have like a relationship and stuff. So just so you care about her more when she mm-hmm. gets shot in the in Yeah, the there's like a whole 30 like minute opening about Batgirl. <clears throat> but yeah, like in Never. Hush she's oracle and in the movie she's just batgirl and you're like what the f- what no like she's supposed <laughs> to be paralyzed in a chair like i was my my poor kids because when they watch something with me and i'm like this isn't right and i'm just like, <laughs> like freaking out the tv and they're like dad can we enjoy it? i'm like you're right i'm sorry so i let them <laughs> watch adaption, it Jeremy. and then it's yeah adaption. yeah and then after they watch it i go i go like my daughter knew when we were watching it last night as um it got to the end it got to the credits and i said pause the movie <laughs> and, my, and my daughter went okay dad and she like paused the movie and i was like let me tell you the fucking story of what really happened in hush and i had both their attentions and i went through the whole thing and i was acting it out and i was like oh, then this happened and then it was this it was such a better story and they're like yeah it does sound like a better story dad but yeah sometimes i feel bad for them i'm like dad's gonna nerd out for a second pause the movie and then and i even do that when we're watching movies when we're watching some sort of comic book movie i'm like okay guys pause it for a second and i'll pause it I'm like let me explain where this character come from. And then I'll like go into this whole fucking thing. And, and you know, they, they do good with like putting up with me and shit. Um, speaking of injustice, I think one of you still has my books. I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. it can't be me because I didn't yeah. remember who it was. At no, this point. I definitely have them. Do you want them back? 
Yeah, if you're not gonna read them, yeah. I mean, I want to read them, but like, I dude, I haven't read anything. In so long. I, I yeah. haven't read anything in so long. I just, I want to read. I'm trying. More. To, I'm trying to get back into it, and that's why I bought. Like, I just went to that comic book store, the one that's underneath Eli's place. Oh yeah, yeah. And I wanted to give that guy some business, so I got, um, I got the Batman, the Imposter there, and I got a couple other things. Um, I also started reading what you'd probably like, as I started reading uh, Gunslinger Spawn. So it's just it's the story of Spawn, but just in the old west, mm-hmm. and that's badass too. Yeah, really I, I want to read more in general, but I always get so fucking sleepy in like 40 minutes. That's why yeah. I have to read in the morning. No, that I'll fall asleep in the morning. Yeah, I can't. I'll, like, I'll wake up and fall asleep. I can read a comic <laughs> book and not fall asleep if it's not at nighttime. If it's nighttime and I'm like in bed and I'm trying to like sit no, up and it doesn't read, matter. I'll fall asleep. It can be the middle of the day and like my living room and like I'll just start getting sleepy. But in the morning or in the afternoon, if it's a good enough story, I'll just I'll keep going and I'll be fine. Yeah. For me, I I like reading at night because it, like, it helps, helps me go sleep. to sleep. Yeah, I'll do that sometimes. But the only thing is like, I don't know, just the way everything's set up, it's like inconvenient to read to go to sleep because it's like I can't just like read and be like, oh, I'm going to put this on my stand and just turn off my light. It's like I'm going to have to get up and like put the book away and fucking do all this random shit. Like, my thing is I'm like, bullshit. I want to finish the chapter. I don't want to like in the middle of the chapter, put my bookmark and go to sleep. So I like try really, really hard to stay awake and keep reading. And then like, I'll end up hitting like a really long chapter and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I just yeah. get really mad. And then like, I start- so does that mean that you, did you not finish the X-Men book yet? No, I know exactly where I'm at though. <laughs> I'm at the, I'm right after he takes the metal out of Wolverine. Yeah. So no, I never finished. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like we stopped reading and I never read anything again. Yeah. It's kind of a calming thing for me in the morning. So I've been trying to just like find, different comic books and stuff. And, and I want to support that guy. Cause he was so fucking cool. He was a really nice guy and he had a, a massive collection of just old school comics. It was really fucking awesome. There was some in there where I was like, I want that so bad. But <laughs> you I say this I, was off of, I don't have $200. The Mulberry or Drake Mulberry. What was it called again? The, the comic, comic store. Um, uh, boss comics. Is it right next to a place called edge computing? Or like Not, a Mexican restaurant, a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, there's oh, a Mexican restaurant. Boss, and, and then Boss a, Comics, Plaza. and then upstairs. Yeah, and then upstairs is Eli's place. Oh, okay. I was there. there. I was. He's, he's yeah. in. The, he's in the old. He's in the place that still says acupuncture on the on the door. And I said, dude, you should keep that because that's basically what you do. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm gonna keep that, <laughs> dude. That's, no, that's actually really funny because what no shit. Sorry, I was googling. Uh, on the window, acupuncture. <laughs> Um, no, no shit. I was literally just there actually the other day. Um, cause Jade's laptop ended up dying and there's an edge computers place. It's on the, the top on the very corner. Yeah. And, and then, his is underneath his. Okay. Boss, so boss comics is underneath. Yeah. It's on, I, on the bottom. Floor. Yeah. I went there and, um, I saw, or uh, yeah, I went and I saw the boss comics and I was like, is that what Jeremy was talking about? I think that's the comic store. And then I was like, he said, Eli's shops around here. And I like, Took a gander, obviously. I was like trying to look for it. I was like, huh, I don't see anything that says tattoo. Yeah, he doesn't have any signs up yet. Acupun- Dude, it's acupuncture. So yeah. I literally went there and I was like, damn, well, if that's the comic store he was talking about, I, I guess I'll it. go check I it found out. the acupuncture part. <laughs> Let me see. Show it to him. Dude. Okay. <laughs> That is a fucking hilarious. Yeah. So that's why I told him. I was like, dude, just leave the acupuncture on there. That's hilarious. And he's like, actually, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it on there and put some other stuff up. I'm like, dude, Good. that's so funny. Yeah. I was literally just there and I had no clue. I was like, I think this is what Jeremy was talking about, but what I don't see. I, I can't remember. I keep asking what he name it again. 
his shop? Oh, it's um um it's a different language. I remember that. Oh fuck. Um, it's not a different language. Oh, it's a certain it's, thing. It, yeah. the, the emblem is Irish. Yeah, um, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, um, uh, uh, crown loom, something like that. Something yeah. loom. Yeah. Because yeah, I've, I've got a bunch of his stickers cause he gave me some so I can just put them on my laptop and like other shit that's oh, got his cool. logo on there. Um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but yeah, yeah he asked um, me about, he wasn't going to name it that place. That's what he wanted to name it, but he wasn't going to because of like somebody told him not to or something like that. And I was like, I think you should because it's a unique name. Nobody's going to be named that. And it's right. like what you want to name it. It's your business, dude. Yeah, this is the first time he's ever had his own shop. Yeah, so I'm like, was do like, what you want. You're right. So he said he like I was asked him the next month. So I'm like, so you're keeping that name? He's like, Yeah, after talking to you, I went home and talked to Harmony and just yeah, we're gonna keep it that yeah, we're gonna keep it. Um <laughs> Yeah, and, and that but yeah, that guy's comic store is the shit. Like that's what I love of going to a comic store is not just seeing like new comic books everywhere is he just had rows of old, very collectible comics, like old Batman comics, old flash comics, like really cool shit. And he was a really nice guy. And I was like, do you do pull lists? And he was like, yeah, but we do it the old school way. And I was like, as in, I get to just tell you what comics I want out to do it through comicology. He's like, or you can email me. And I was like, you got a customer, dude. Like I, <laughs> I love it when people just do the old school shit. Yeah. Like you just come in and say, I'm looking for Wednesdays. these comics. And yeah. So I told him, I was like, will you hold them for me for a month? And he was like, I'm like, I come here once a month and get tattooed upstairs. And he was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I'll hold them for you. So I gave him sick. my pull list and yeah. So damn, I'm, I really I'm, wish I would have known all that because like, I would have gone in, I guess, to the shop, seeing if Eli was there and be like, oh, hey, what up? And then gone to the comic it was, shop. Oh, it to depends see what, if he was letting people walk in or not. Yeah, true. I mean, I was just to say hi. Yeah, know. he just, but sometimes he locks the door so people can't just oh, walk okay. in. That yeah, makes he'd sense. have to knock. Um, but yeah, then I could have gone to the comic shop and actually like looked around, saw what you were like talking yeah, about the last super, time and stuff. Yeah, it's a super, super small place, but. Um, I mean, those are the best ones. <laughs> yeah i mean sometimes those little hole in the wall places with a guy who just you know he just yeah. loves comics and um i had one of those places that's awesome mine where is and i cool? um that makes me super jealous too because i've always wanted to own a comic book store that would be yeah but i don't know how i would do it like i mean i know how i would do it but like i asked the guy too i said so i said all these old comics that are up here I'm like is this basically your collection and he was like most of it. And That's I, what I was thinking, right? You just put and up I, kind and of your I, and I was like, And I was like, isn't that hard for you? I said, I always want to start a comic book store. And I said, I never did because I don't want to sell my comics. Like, I know they're worth a lot of money, but I want to sell them. He's like, it's hard when you watch someone pick it off the wall and they take it home and you've had that comic with you since you were like eight years old. I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. and that's when I identified <laughs> uh, with the guy. I'm like, dude, I'm yeah. going to give you my money. Cause you just sound like a badass dude. I and used so, to, my, my first comic book store was hero headquarters. It was off of Sheridan Boulevard. Uh, it's over by the guitar center in Arvada. I don't know if you know where that is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in that shopping center and like you walked in the whole right side was comics. So you had like the boxes of old comic books and then like the new releases and then like yeah. all the collected editions and whatnot. In the middle of the room, he had a giant life-size Hulk. Mm, like That'd be awesome. It was fucked up. And then the whole left side of the building was all um, action figures. So we had and like see, a whole wall of spawn action figures. That's pretty cool. What I would be afraid of is I would be afraid of, of like what you guys are doing right now is I would be afraid that I'd open a couple comic store and you guys would be like, yeah, I just don't read anymore. Cause that, that's how you lose people yeah. is they don't come up to put, pick up their comics anymore because they just stopped my reading thing, for a while. My more, my thing is it's expensive. Like I want to do like the weekly comic or the, yeah, the weekly comic thing, but they're like five bucks a pop or whatever. And like, if I just wait, I can usually get like the compendium thing for like 20 bucks. So yeah. that's usually my issue. 
like, and so I'm not keeping up with it consistently. It's occasionally I'll just go get a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's more of just an old school way. Yeah, I mean, I wanna, like the cost. I like to collect if, the comics individually. I like that. It's just more the cost of it. If I was doing that regularly, it would just build up too fast for me. And that's why. Well, and a lot of times, too, depending on the story, they go up in price and stuff pretty quickly as yeah. far as what they're worth. Like I bought um, each Batman imposter. There's only three books. I bought each one when they came out. And then I looked up on eBay and now the first one's selling for like 70 bucks. Yeah, I believe, and I and I I paid I think six ninety nine per book. Mm -hmm. Like it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like it's seven seven bucks for your comic, and say you're getting like five different ones every other week or something like that. And sometimes they take a while to put up those trades. And when Mm -hmm. I hear about a good story, I'm like, no, I want to read it now, especially if it's a character that I really yeah yeah. And so a lot of the times I just went end up waiting and completely forgetting, and I'm like, oh, the like next three of them are out. Yeah, (laughs) because if I had it my way, besides like programming. I would open up a uh, a store in Loveland and I would just do a collectibles, but it'd be a collectibles of everything. Like I would just have my uncle send me stuff that he's trying to sell. So it would be like um, musician memorabilia and movie star memorabilia and sports memorabilia, but then also have like vinyl and then comic books and like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anything I could think of that would be like a collectible. I always like thought that would be fun. that in that movie Kick-Ass, that place that they went to was super cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where it was like a diner comic book shop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or they that would coffee be sick. Yeah, yeah, that's what they did with Griffin Comics out in Fort Collins. What's where I used to go years ago, um, and then they just got so big that like I don't fucking care anymore. Like now you go in and most of the entire store isn't filled with comics; it's filled with like Hulk mugs and mm. Spider Man T shirts, like merch instead of comics. It's, yeah. it's like a bunch of merch, and like you can't even go there and search through like old comics anymore. Like you can, but they just don't have much to choose from. So it kind of, and then they, then they bought out this new building that's on Shields and, and, and uh, Drake where half of it is a, like a cafe, basically like a a coffee shop. And then the other half is comic books. And then they do like the, all the gaming stuff in the back, like board games. Okay. And like uh, magic, whatever the young kids play now. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They still play magic. For me, it was hero clicks. I haven't even heard of that. I fucking loved Hero Clicks. I still have my Hero Clicks. Mine was Yu-Gi-Oh. I still have my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I like to play occasionally, but like our friend Chris got really into Yu-Gi-Oh and like uh-huh. it got more complicated recently. Right. And so like I don't enjoy playing with anybody that plays the new version because it's like let me play this card that does this card that does this card that does this card. It's like a million steps so you can like do all these counters to stop yeah. things from happening. And I'm like I like the old monster fighting monster way. Can we just do the numbers game? <laughs> yeah. I have a higher attack score. High win. Like that's, that's yeah. The I'm hero at. clicks were super simple because they're little mini figurines of all the superheroes and you buy boxes at a time and you collect them and then you get a map and you just fight each other. And when you're, when you're, when your character gets hit, you do a click and it either takes your superpowers down a little bit or your shield down a little bit. So once your mm. character clicks all the way down, they're dead. Mm. And then that's how you play the game. So you don't like, there's no cards or anything. You just keep track of who's attacking who. And okay. it'll tell you it like each card comes with their own or uh, each figurine comes with a, a card, card that tells the information. So you know what you can attack with and stuff like that. But that was back in, let's see. I last time I played hero clicks was 2000. Is it an X or CKS clicks? I don't, I don't, I don't think it was either one of those. I just remember it mm. called, it was called Marvel Hero nope. Clicks. Oh, Marvel Hero Clicks. Yeah. And, and DC, D, it was DC and Marvel Hero Clicks. Kind of reminds me of like Warhammer slightly. 
Yeah. Like and then you just move around game. on the board and, 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 and the board was nothing CLI fancy. It was like an alleyway yeah. or like, like central park in New York city. And okay. so you were trying to fight in like these realistic places. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Totally like, and you could throw, um, yeah, you could yeah, throw, okay. um, uh, you could throw dumpsters at each other if you had superpowers and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, it was, and I still have all my hero clicks, but I've never met anybody else besides my buddy, Derek, the drummer that lives in Texas. He still has his hero clicks. Yeah. So we've talked about that. If he ever comes out that we'll do like a match one night and play hero <laughs> kicks with each other, but I still have my maps. I still have like all that stuff, but that's sweet. I have enough characters that I could get together with a person or two and everyone could have like three or four characters, which is what you're supposed to have. They're anyways. still making them. Yeah. This yeah. one's got a booty. That's crazy. <laughs> so, but it's, it's, that was the same thing as it was when I was a kid, like buying like Spider-Man cards and X-Men cards in the packs and you just figure out which ones you're going to get. That's what found, I found fun about the hero clicks is you would just buy a random box and you'd open up and you know, there's seven of them in there, but you have no idea which ones you're yeah. going to get and you'll get doubles mm-hmm. and trade them with your friends. And yeah, I always stuff. wanted to get into like the Warhammer type things or whatnot, but I could never do the painting part. Yeah, well, and and it's fucking expensive. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's so expensive. I remember I was like into comic books and all like my music and whatnot, and our, our friend Daniel was getting into Warhammer, and he really wanted Isaac and I to get into it. And I'm like, he's telling us the cost of it. I'm like, dude, I'm already into like three really expensive hobbies. I can't, I can't do it. I'm sorry, yeah. I can't do it with you. <laughs> it's too much money. <laughs> Yeah, I've never like actually played Warhammer, but I've definitely been to like game shops for like having a, a game yeah. going or something mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, I look at it, I'm just like, holy fuck, dude! They put so much time what? into building that map and like painting all the. They have like, a version but- of it like Star Wars, except it's all like ships. Oh, nice. Um, and when Isaac and I went to Star Wars Celebration, they had like displays for all of them, and we didn't even want to play. We were like legit talking about just starting to collect those because like mm. you could get like a super star destroyer, and it was like this big, but it was like super like a foot long and it was like super detailed and like Isaac was like, I just want to have a display of all of these and he was going to do it. And then he got back and he's like, I'm glad I didn't buy those. I didn't need to spend that money. We spent so much money cause you're like there and you're just like, look at that. I want that. <laughs> oh, look at that too. I want that one as well. <laughs> we spent so much goddamn money there. That's so funny. Well, we're, uh, about an hour. Should we talk about some music? Yeah, we can go to Janis Joplin. I do have one thing to bring oh, up. Sure. Even though I know both of you don't care about it, but fucking Elden Ring just came out. Oh, I know everybody's talking about it. Holy shit, dude. James is playing. I've watched uh, Skillman. <laughs> really? I've, I've watched Skillman play it a little bit. Okay. Like on his Twitch channel. And yeah, dude, you know, it looks fun. I guess. So what's up? Um, <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's dark. I just don't like when you're watching someone else play, you're like, I don't, but I only watched for maybe yeah. two and a half minutes. And then I was like, okay. And then I scrolled to something else. Um, what's I always forget the dude's name that made Lord of the Rings. Um, Tolkien. Tolkien. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the one that even designed. after that whole episode of South Park, you still well, forgot the name? guy's Is name. George R. Tolkien. J R. J R. Tolkien. No, that's George R. R. Martin. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I, don't know. I just watched the episode with the I black. Tolkien. <laughs> yeah, no, I just watched the I episode. Always black. That's all with I know. The, <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that wrong too? I don't know. Uh, no, I just watched the episode of the um, the Stick of Truth or whatever the, yeah. the, the like three part. Yeah, I just yeah, watched it too. I keep, dude. I cannot get fucking butters like out of my mind when he goes R R. Like the way he says R, he's like it's so emphasized. He's like, yeah, and George R R Martin. Like he said, yeah, he says R R like so emphasized. So it's like burnt into my brain. Did you play the Stick of Truth the game? It was so much fun. I beat the Stick of Truth. I still haven't beat the fractured butthole yet. I haven't either. I still got it. I need to get. I showed Ali like that those were games after the those episodes ended, and I was like, and then look at this 
when I showed her the fractured but whole. And I was like, look at the title. She's like, the fractured but whole. And she just like was like whatever. And I was like, think about the word play here, babe. She's like looking at. It, she's like, oh my god. <laughs> you know they did that because they had to. No, but that's even it, it, they, they should have had they to do were that doing, anyway. They should have yeah, they anyway. were doing an interview on I think it was the Colbert Report, and <laughs> and he was like, so this new game you guys came out with the fractured butthole and he was like and and uh trey was like yeah no like we we tried to call it the fractured butthole and he's like and they wouldn't let us because we couldn't put that on the name of the game he's like so we just put the butt in between and they were like that's fine yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then and then matt stone was like they're so fucking stupid <laughs> but yeah uh, like they they literally made it that way because they had to because the the creators of the game was yeah. like we can't release that with a butthole on the name and he yeah. was like all right fine then we'll just do it's so much better that it's that way though yeah it's i like so the much better play, yeah. it definitely fits their their sense of humor um, while I'm thinking about it, before we get into Janice Joplin sucks, I was painting the other day and it made me, cause we were making that joke where I was like, Oh, I think isn't he black? Cause it was making like his yeah, token, token from, you know, yeah. um, I was painting and out of fucking nowhere. And this happens a lot. We're just fucking weirdos come up and start talking to me and I don't want to talk to them. I definitely don't want to touch them. Yeah. And like touch them. And <laughs> yeah, because they try to fist bump me. They're always like, bro, oh, love I the artwork. Like, and I give them an like, elbow and I'm like, Thanks. And I'm like, <laughs> Thanks, you know, dude. get away from me. Um, uh, but some people are like really nice and they keep their distance and they just want to talk and that's fine. I'm like, cool. I'll talk paint and whatever with you. And they're like, I do painting at my house. And you're like, that's great. Like, can I get back to this? Place? I make money. I'm getting right. paid like, for this. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm trying to do this right now. Yeah. Um, so this guy came up to me and it was, he was a black guy and he was like, I love your work, man. Love your work. And he's looking around. He's looking around. I'm like, and I say the same thing I usually say. I go, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And he goes, huh? He goes, I always thought you were black. And then just walked out the door. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I you're. And so that's become the new joke that now when I show up there, uh, one of the managers, his name's Drill, is a buddy of mine. He's he's like he's like, oh. Oh, you're white. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> and then I start painting. So yeah, it was just a random dude. He was super nice. Everything. He's like, Oh, I, I don't know. I, I for you some reason I thought super, you were black. And then he just yeah. like walked out the door. You should do like, a no. super politically correct thing to do and paint your face black and walk into the, the shop blackface yeah. Yeah. it's super politically correct right oh like, yeah. my god yeah i would get my ass beat and it would know. be deserving so bad. i just that guy i wonder like specifically what made him like process the fact like what about your artwork came off as like I didn't process it any further than that. I just, I just remember like laughing and going, sorry to disappoint. And he's like, have a good day. And just like, went out the door. That's just and so funny. Like, I don't, yeah. like I've never looked at a piece of art and like, or maybe he walked by at some black. point and thought I was, maybe I was wearing a hoodie. I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. That's but so also funny, before though. we jump forward, I can't remember. Did we ever talk about your birthday with Kirk on here? No, he wanted to do it off the podcast. Cause he told me at work. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, what it yeah. was. Okay. Um, but it is fucking sick, by the way. You mean, you mean what I did for my birthday? Yeah. yeah. I thought you yeah. wanted to talk about it on the podcast. I already told him, but I told him at work. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, cool. Yeah. That's super fucking sweet. None of our listeners get to know. Nope. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Scary. And they won't probably. Terrifying. If you think about it. Oh, yeah. They'll never know. But no. <laughs> um, going back to fucking uh, Elden uh, Ring, they though. They went so deep. <laughs> going back to Elden Ring, though. I like it's Dark Souls, so I know you guys probably won't enjoy the the style. That's what I've been explaining is that it's Dark Souls, but a little bit like Zelda. It's it's literally if you're to take Breath of the Wild and mix it with Dark Souls, like it's like 
just like that. But um, yeah, the thing that's crazy, which is another reason why you probably guys have heard about it, but it's yeah. like one of the most critically acclaimed games ever made. It's <laughs> fucking insane. Like I'll, I'll show you a picture like after the podcast, but you know, in the like show like the game logo or whatever, and they'll have like the reviews around, around it. it. It literally looks fake. It looks photoshopped because everything is 10 out of 10. It's fucking insane. Well, cool. Good for them. Yeah, no, it's it's really, really good. And there's so much weird shit in that game. Like, hey, you guys aren't going to play it, so I don't care too much about spoilers. But I guess spoilers for the listeners, but whatever. If it's, if it's cool enough, I might try it, but it yeah. really have to keep my attention. Yeah, I mean. But like it, I said before, I'm not a level seven elf hunter, so I just yeah. don't know anything about that shit. <laughs> I mean, and it's fucking hard to. Like, it's it's yeah. still, it's still Dark telling, Souls. I was telling Jeremy that, like, Dark Souls is for people that are hardcore, that, like, want to get their ass is fucked playing yeah like i mean i still like even though that game's like probably one of the best games i've played in a while Mm -hmm. i still am like "Eh, it's enough of that i'm done (laughs) i like i just lost ten thousand souls or runes they're called in this game but uh yeah no it's fucking insane but the shit you encounter dude the stuff that comes out of i also forgot his name but like miyazaki or whatever the dude who makes the game okay um dude it's so fucking weird like i remember like walking and there's like some dude like screaming for help he's like help i'm stuck like i don't know what to do and you're like i was like what the fuck like where is this coming from like i can't find someone to like was it like a stepmom in the dryer (laughs) almost actually almost pretty close so i'm (laughs) like porn joke there but (laughs) (laughs) no for real it goes that way though like actually (laughs) so i'm like running around trying to find sword i'm trying to find this dude because he's like help i'm stuck and i'm like what the fuck is happening i'm like running around and there's a pot stuck in the ground who's like freaking out because he's stuck and i'm like a pot yeah a pot like a like a like a vase almost (laughs) like a pot like a flower pot and he's like stuck in the ground and i'm like what the fuck and he's like oh thank you like can you help me like blah blah blah. and you're like sure and he literally is like okay just just get behind me and hit me from behind with something thick and large and you're like okay and then you like hit him a couple times and he's like oh why did you stop i'm well trained for this and like just keeps it gets like more and more sexual and you're like what the fuck is happening like this pot just wants me to like stab him in the ass like several times like dude it's so fucking strange like but you didn't walk away and you kept hitting the pot right oh yeah i yeah. got him out i hit him real good but <laughs> i yeah. got him deep he was but, out. dude like literally every 10 minutes of me playing that game is just what the fuck is this? Because that's how everything is. Like, you'll encounter something and it'll be like a fucking ball of tentacles that has like a beak for a mouth and it barks. And you're like, what the fuck even is this? Like, it's just so <laughs> weird and out there for everything. Huh. It's 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 super good. But I just yeah, I can't to, say I'm going to play that, but maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, it's fine. Like I said, it's very frustrating. Like, it's one of those games where it's like, if you're okay with playing a game for an hour and not progressing, you might yeah, like so that say, game. I don't think it's going to be your game. I don't think you're going to want to spend enough time playing it. Like, I mean, there's already Probably been... Not. I mean, it's nice because it's open world, so it's like you can skip a lot of stuff. And like, if you are stuck somewhere else, it's like whatever, you just go somewhere else. But there's been several places where I've gotten stuck for a while and I'm just like, I, I just have to like not... I have to give up. Like, huh. I'm just going to come it's, back to it. It's pretty fucking hard. But anyway, yeah. Fantastic game. Fucking highly recommend. I'm still playing Red Dead. Yeah. There's a lot more John Marston story in that game than I thought there was. I wonder if, <laughs> really? I wonder if my son would mm. like Red Dead. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're gonna, I, thought, you're gonna, I, thought, I thought about giving it uh, uh, either getting it for him or, or something, maybe because I even I think I think even if he doesn't like it, I may 
enjoy it. Because I like the yeah. first one. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, you so 100% the, would so the enjoy thing about it. The second, the first the second one, one's a prequel, just so you know. The what? The second one's a prequel to the first game. See, I just, don't remember anything about the first okay. game I'm just at letting all you know So that like, if you do beat it, the second game, you can jump back to the first game and it will continue. Yeah. I actually never beat the first one either because I did... Um, uh, yeah, John... What, what, Marston. Yeah. I did all that and then you play as a son, right? Jack. I thought, oh, let's pretty much beat it then. Yeah, pretty, I, I started playing as Jack and I was like, okay, yeah, this is, I beat the game. And yeah, there's I a never couple other it. little things where you can go interact with people, but it's nothing like... Okay, so, so, so I did pre- basic pretty much. Okay. Oh, okay. Like you can go... There's, there's a spoiler for you, Jeremy. It's not a very big spoiler. It's well known in our Red Dead community, but at the end of the first game, John Marston dies. Uh-huh. And so at, when you're Jack, you can go confront the sh- marshal that was in charge of all that. Oh, that's kind of neat, yeah, actually. It's not, yeah. But the thing is, like, in this game, in that game, you go from playing John Marston to Jack Marston, and it's super disappointing because he's not John Marston at all. Like, he's mm. not nearly as cool as, like, like his voice is, like, annoying almost to listen to. But Weird. then in the second game, he plays Arthur Morgan until a certain point, and then you take over as John Marston. You're like, this is much more satisfying okay. because you yeah. like John Marston already as a character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a lot more. Like, I've been playing for, like, seven or eight missions still as John Marston. I'm like, wow, this is still going. I thought I was okay. So, See, I, like, never even got to that point. I know. Yeah, that's so, why I was like, I've been making a point to get to these points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, nah, I definitely need to start playing it again. But yeah, I do think you'd really like it. It the the hard thing about that game is it's just so open, like to do so much. There's so much you can do that you get like derailed from like the main story so easily. A lot of side quests. Yeah, well, there's all kinds of things. Like you'll run into people, and they're like, "If you can find any dinosaur bones, mail them to me." And so then you can go on this big scavenger hunt over the giant map trying to find all the dinosaur bones. But there's like different kinds of things like that or like cigarette cards. So you keep smoking cigarettes until you get like cards of the packs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kill <laughs> yourself and give me the packs of well, cards. In the game, it gives you dead eye, which lets you slow time so you can like shoot people faster. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> dead eye sick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. J.S. Joplin sucks. Uh, was my pick this week was the double album, A Day to Remember's Homesick, and then Hans Zimmer's Blade Runner 2049 soundtrack. Two very different things in the first mm-hmm. soundtrack that we've or what yeah, score, first score, first score yeah it's definitely score. a score not a soundtrack yeah yeah first movie score that we've done uh you guys think, can start with whatever and whatever i think jeremy should go first you want me to go first yeah okay just, especially too because i'm already kind of familiar with this album yeah i'm just so. pulling up his notes pulling it up here yeah this is also the first I also score listened, I've ever I also to. listened to uh, Second Sucks. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay. I saw, it came up on like randomly and I was like, oh, yeah, Kirk wanted this song in here. I don't know. Dude, I, I don't know. I fucking love that song. <laughs> it's dope. Um, Second Sucks was good. Yeah. I like that one. Um, However. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Um, uh, Second Sucks did not do any justice for what I was listening to with homesick. Um, I guess like, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll start with the day to remember and then, and then talk about, uh, and then talk about um, Hans Zimmer. Cause Hans Zimmer, I think is going to go about a lot, a lot faster. Anyways, oh yeah. Cause yeah. I can be like, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's amazing. It's Hans Zimmer. <laughs> it's good. I felt like I was in the movie. Like, you know, <laughs> like that's basically like how that goes. Um, so 
this band, like I've never heard them before. And they turned me off right away when I went like when, when the downfall of all of us kicked oh, in. Downfall of us all. Yeah. I, downfall, yeah. Um, I was like, Oh no. Like I was listening and listening. I was like, Oh God, they're fucking chunky chunk chunking. <laughs> and they're fucking mediocre. Like this is something I would hear on fucking KBPI. Like I was, I was like, and then they started screaming. I was like, Oh, this sucks. Like I was not at all impressed by that first song. And I was like, Oh, they're trying to be heavy. And they're just, it's, it all was just mediocre playing. And I was like, Oh my God. So um, I tried to make my way through it the best I could. And then I had the same thoughts for um, my life for hire. And I'm made of wax, Larry. What are you made of? (laughs) Which by the way, like, that was one of the things that I was like, does every song have to be a fucking sentence? Like <laughs> yeah, just fucking the album just does that like, sure. and so I was like, all right, fine. So um, the first three songs were a hard listen because all I kept hearing of is I was like, this, this sounds like disturbed. This sounds like that. But then sometimes through those first three songs, they would break away from them trying to do their, their pop metal. And they would go back into doing the, the pop punk thing. Mm-hmm. And that I was okay with when they would go back into that. I had, but as soon as they would go, I was like, fuck out of here. Like you guys <laughs> sound terrible when you do this. Like, and I, I, like, I remember on my second listen through, I was like, pick a side, pick a fucking side. And I just kept yelling because I was like, it just angered me. Cause I was like, you're not good at being heavy. Go back to the pop punk thing. And that I'm okay with. But then you kick into um, NJ Legion, ice tea. And the whole song is a pop punk song. And I'm like this, I like, so that I was fine with because it seems like to me, they're so much better at that than they are at doing any of the heavy shit. So when they do like that stuff, but it's still like heavy stuff behind it. Do you still like that? That was okay. So like when he's singing, but it's still like every time like happening behind it. Yeah, that was okay. Um, anytime that he or they screamed, I, I, I wasn't a fan. Um, I don't like the, um, I call it mediocre because I don't know how else to put it, but like, I don't like the, the, we've talked about this before. I don't like radio metal. I don't like the junk, 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 junk. And then it sounds like a crowd of people is going, Hey, Hey, yeah, that's the and I'm like, I just yeah. sh- fucking <laughs> shut up. Like I hate yeah. all of that stuff. So when, the, and they do that a couple times throughout a couple different songs where it's a crowd of people going, we all yeah. and I'm like, I, I didn't need that. I didn't need any of that. It's a very pop punk scene thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's, it's, and, and so, yeah. And so, um, they kept going back and forth between like this heavier side and then like the pop punk side and the pop punk side, when they were doing that stuff, I enjoyed what I was listening to. And I liked the singer. I liked the guy's voice. I was like, yeah, this is very pop punky. Okay. Like he's got, he's got, um, he's got vocals, and he can hit notes a certain way. And like, all that was fine. I didn't hear anything throughout the album where I was like, Oh, the guitarist or no, no, the no, drummer. No, there's nothing like it yeah. was very, very simplistic. So for me, when they were doing the pop punk, it matched it. Cause I don't listen to pop. I listen to pop punk. I have some pop punk. And um, when I listen to the, to the lighter, like melodic punk, like this is, 
I don't listen for that stuff anyways. I'm not expecting to be wowed mm-hmm. by, I'm not expecting a Travis Barker in every yeah, single no. fucking like a, a melodic band. So when I listen to a band that's more melodic punk, I don't listen to that stuff anyways, but, um, all the heavy stuff was just hard for me. Every time that they walked away from it, it seemed like that's what they were meant to do. And I don't know why, like for me, all I kept thinking of is I was like, this is what fucking Atreyu did. Like Atreyu had that awesome fucking metal sound and they were so different and they went between the, and then they went to, yeah, lead sales and paper anchors. And it was like, what the fuck did you guys do? And they're like, well, we're just trying this new approach now. It's like, but you fucking suck. Like (laughs) all their fucking albums that have come out since lead sales and paper anchors have sound nothing like like lead sales, but everything after that's pretty much downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. uh, Lead sales and paper anchors. I don't like hardly any of it. Like the, the becoming the bull, all that stuff. I, I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Cause I was so used to the, um, death yeah. grip on yesterday yeah. and the curse and all those other ones. The good and ones the, yeah. yeah. So this is what it kept reminding me of is it kept reminding me of, and that's what I didn't like about a tray. You making that move is they sounded like radio metal. And I was like, no, cause I fucking loved what they were doing. And I loved the mixture between the singer um, uh, screaming and the drummer singing melodic stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I liked all that play that they did. Um, but this band was, yeah, that it was, that was the only thing that was hard for me is every time they got heavy, which is hard because it was a lot throughout yeah, a lot so of the that, album. That's an interesting, cause I was stuck between this album and another album and I picked this album because it's heavier. Cause I was going to try to like go with Kirk a bit on it too. So right. I'm at some point I might try them again with you on an album. That's it's still like heavy, but it's a lot more singing than the screaming stuff going on. Yeah. So you might like them a bit more. I was really torn between the two albums. Yeah. And so that was the only thing about this album that was hard for me was um, everything else. And then there was there were songs on here that like um, like Half Faith in Me, I liked, which had mm-hmm. some heavier parts, but it wasn't as prolific throughout the mm-hmm. entire song. Um, like Homesick was fine. Um, I also like If It Means a Lot to You. Yeah, that's that, a one, good one. that one was a good really one, too. Good. But that one also wasn't them just going, hey. Hey, and I like, I like once they broke away from that stuff, which a lot of it was like the first three songs I was handling it so much better. I was like, it's a little bro-y. Yeah. Cause like, and that's not like specifically what I'm into. Yeah. And that's, and yeah. yeah, So the bro-y thing, like that's why I I stopped liking a Treyu. And that's why like, I stopped liking bands like hate breed. Like when Hatebreed first came around, I was like, these guys are fucking crazy good. Mm-hmm. And then they got more and more into this broy, like we're going to win, like everybody's singing it once. And I, and I just like, it, you mm-hmm. know, it became these weird anthems and I just couldn't do it anymore with like Hatebreed. So that's what this one reminded me of. Um, Hans Zimmer was, I mean, of course, great. Like mm-hmm. the guy writes fucking gold. Um, he's, you know, written for. Um, so many all of my you yeah. know all my most favorite batman movies and yeah. stuff like that like he's done a lot of awesome stuff and i've heard this this um this uh score before um but it was it was um i'm trying to think of what else i can possibly say because yeah there's not a lot it's, the fact it's, it's, it's very it's you know there's no lyrics or anything it's very obviously atmospheric is the whole point of and, it really well, yeah, and I mean, and almost every score is, atm- is atmospheric. Yeah, but this one I feel especially like, like I have a hard time listening to this one in the car. Like if I can just sit and close my eyes and put headphones on, like it's a very different space. Yeah, and he does a lot of layers, which I really yeah. like. There's a lot of layers of different things going on at one time, and and that's pretty awesome. So that was my palate cleanser. Like I would listen yeah. to Homesick and be like, I can't get with these guys, but I like these songs. And then I would listen to that and be like, ah. 
And then I'd go back to Homesick and be like, yeah, I'm not getting it. I'm still not getting it. And then I'd go back to Hans Zimmer and be like, oh, yeah. all right. And I was pretty sure you weren't going to really like A Day to Remember. I was like, I feel like this is very much like one of those things where we're running into occasionally like a generational thing. Like I said, like my whole friend group and a lot of my high school were like really into A Day to Remember. And a lot right. of my friends nowadays are still really into a day to remember but like i've shown them to other people like your age or like a little younger and they're like i don't get it yeah yeah i don't mm-hmm. i don't i don't get it at all but i get some of it and when yeah. they're doing the pop punk stuff i'm like oh yeah. i would just wish they would stick to that so yeah, if they I'll, had an album where they did that more yeah then i would probably I'm gonna, i'll try an album called common courtesy it. eventually i think you'll like it more yeah Hmm. But yeah, uh, the Hans Zimmer stuff. Yeah, uh, it gets a little repetitive, like things like we said, come back into different tracks and whatnot. But um, that's like a score thing we talked about. But my favorites, just real quick on the or like the same kind of track are Joy or Rain. Like I'll hmm. throw those on loop and I'll sleep to that shit because right. I think it's so relaxing. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Guy's a genius. Yeah, he's so good. I, I wanted to see him a couple of years ago. He was at the First Bank Center and I missed out and I was like, fuck. And he like... Pl- pulls out electric guitar and like plays with the band and shit. Yeah. I was like, fuck, that'd be so cool. <laughs> That's pretty sick, actually. Kirk? Um, it is funny because, yeah, I definitely think it's probably like a generation generational thing. Now, I'm not saying that I like this band, nor am I that familiar. This is probably the only album I've listened to by right. them, like all the way through um, before the podcast. Um, but I do, yeah, this is one of those bands that is in this style that I don't mind. Whereas if I think of other bands, like, um, I don't know, maybe like, like famous last words or like, mm. I don't know that, you know, that's kind of similar style. Fucking can't stand that style. Like I, like personally, I don't like this style of music. Hardcore, right. Is that because, what it's called? Uh, no, I don't know. Like this to me is still kind of metal core. Like I have some hardcore that I was probably going to do on the podcast, but I don't think this would be good enough to consider it metalcore. It's, but I'm not the person who picks that stuff because it just sounds so radio. Uh, yeah, I music mean, to me, like so so radio it's post rock. hardcore, post hardcore. Okay, metalcore, pop punk, or post hardcore. Uh, yeah, huh. it probably probably okay. differs. I've always said it's post hardcore. Okay, so. um, but yeah, this style of music, it's weird because you articulated it fairly well. Where like the majority of these bands, I'm like, why are you trying to do both of these things mm-hmm. when you should just stick to one? That's what that like, even with metalcore, that's why I don't like metalcore is because they do these like weird fucking radio choruses and then they have like these breakdowns. But like none of it sounds good because it's like like I just want like I want one or the other. Like, you know, don't give them. And that's actually both. why I like it, because I like having like the super heavy moments and then mm-hmm. having that break and being like well, something I can actually sing along to. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know. But the other thing, too, is like the and I know like like I mean, I didn't pay attention to the lyrics at all when it came to this. Yeah, that's why I you said know, don't, don't again, <laughs> but that's also a problem I have with metalcore because I'm generalizing here, but it's pretty fair to say that I feel like 80 percent of all metalcore, the lyrics are just fucking atrocious. And the problem is you can actually hear them. Because they, <laughs> they do clean. It's See, like, that's a different problem. There's a hole there. If the lyrics are that bad, then they should just write better lyrics. Well, I know, but I'm just saying it's nice when it comes the to metal. The lyrics are bad because they're, they're like affirmative and positive. 
No, no, no. I'm saying no. you can actually hear him because they're He's singing. He's talking them. like about oh. like Bullet for My Valentine. Yeah, uh, like, okay. like he doesn't like the sappy lyrics and stuff like that. Yeah, like or the like because we're you know the last podcast Liam was talking about like the big dick energy with the rapper. It's right. like I'll take big dick energy any day over teenage angst or like high school lovey dub. Like that shit's what bothers me. Yeah, <laughs> so it is. Sometimes I do listen to sometimes a day to remember in their lyrics. I'm like, oh, it was a cringy line. Like, yeah, what if you were like what, in your twenties when you wrote what that? What if it's dude? high school lovey dovey or whatever you want to call lovey dovey, but it's not metal. Like it's just meant to be lovey dovey music. Then it's still you don't like it, or you you'd have, you'd you have to give me metal an, that's trying to do that. You'd have to give me an example, like any like any soft rock band from the seventies. I would I would have to hear it. Okay. Like I yeah, I'd have to hear it to like give you a full on opinion. Okay. Um, but mainly it's like the angst. The teenage angst is what really bothers me. That's the thing that makes me like my my See, palms sweaty. I think the sweaty. teenage angst thing is in more pop punk and hard post hardcore stuff than metalcore. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, I'm not familiar with metalcore, so I can't really like. When you say metalcore, I think of like Avenged Sevenfold, um, Bullet from Valentine, Atreyu, things like that. And they're not really writing the same kind of lyrics. As yeah. This. I mean, like, again, I'm not as familiar with like the metalcore. It's just the problem is like when you have metal that has that's like only screaming and the lyric sucks, you don't know unless you look it up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I hate when they emphasize. But I feel like that's a bad excuse. Like, so the lyrics can suck because you can't understand them? No, I'm not saying it's ex- an excuse. I'm just saying it sucks when you're listening to a song and the lyrics are garbage and you can hear them. Because there's definitely been times where I've heard metal songs and I'm like, yeah, this song's fucking dope. But then I look at the lyrics and I'm like, these lyrics are fucking awful. But the thing is. <laughs> I don't care because I can't hear them. You know what I mean? Like, so they're saying in the way that you like to hear them. So that way it makes it, it makes it better than if they're sung in a way that you don't like to hear them. Kind of. It's I'm kind just of saying you're so making I, it sound. So, so, yeah. so if I, so like if I was in a, a metalcore band and I wrote a love song, uh-huh. If you could understand the lyrics, you would hate it. But if I was just like, go, 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 and you couldn't understand it, then I you'd be care. like, this is sweet. But depending, I mean, obviously the rest of the song has to be good, but yeah. <laughs> like It wouldn't lyri- be because I'm not in a band. But, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying like, that that's the thing is like lyrics can really, really fucking make a breaker song for me. Yeah. So if, if I can can't hear, hear them, it's better. Yeah, because it doesn't break the song. That's what I'm saying. It's like, a weird justification to me. I'm saying, okay, if the, if you're, listening, I, under, no, I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah. I completely get and it. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, and that's what I was trying to bring up. Like, like, uh, like '70s soft rock is like, like, mm-hmm. can you listen to a soft band, like an acoustic band, who's you're meant to hear their lyrics, and that's okay. But you mean that, like, because they're playing, uh post hardcore wherever the fuck it is you want the lyrics to be unheard un, uh, like unlegible or whatever or no. better he just wants the lyrics to be better if he's going to hear them yeah if i'm if i'm going to be hearing the le- lyrics just make them better he's saying if i can hear lyrics they should be good if i can't understand the words it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter as much huh. like there okay. has been songs though like metal songs that i have enjoyed and i've looked up the lyrics and i don't like that song anymore because they are awful it's just i never would have known <laughs> If I wouldn't have looked up the lyrics, you see what I'm saying? And what makes lyrics bad? What do they sing about that you're, or what do they write about that you're like, oh, that's shitty? Something I mean, it's got to be just wordplay. Yeah, like I mean, again, the biggest thing for me that really bothers me is teenage angst. Right. I fucking can't stand that shit. Right, that shit bothers me. The like, 
some of the the like and the thing about lovey dovey is it's like i don't care about lovey dovey it's when it's in the perspective of like a high schooler it's like you know oh i like some girl and she broke up with me like blah blah blah. it's like i don't fucking care that's why i have a hard time sometimes when i throw on like pop punk stuff i'm nostalgic from like i love jamming to this but like man you're like a 25 year old singing about being in a high school and that's the problem it's weird (laughs) it's like yeah like like that's why I find like uh, boy bands or something uncomfortable, like Drake Bell, for example, how he just had all those allegations or whatnot. Right. It's like, well, I was thinking yeah. about him today. Huh? I was thinking about him today. Really? <laughs> yeah. But it's funny because like people are like, oh my God, like I remember watching this when I was a kid, like Drake Bell, and like I can't believe he did. It's like, dude, his music was targeted at 12 year olds. Okay. The <laughs> fact that he had sexual allegations on a minor is not surprising. That's fucking creepy. Stop <laughs> writing music to underage women. Like stop. That, anyway, that bothers me. So anyway, that's the shit that gets me. Right. That's the shit. It's not necessarily that it's like lovey dovey. Like, you know what? I, I don't care about the lovey dovey. It's the teenage angst, the teenage, like it's like, dude, you're a grown man. Fucking get your shit town. together. Yeah, I hate yeah. this. Ta- There's like, a whole joke. Like, a day to remember has a song too, where like there's so many pop punk songs that say like, "I hate this town. I need to get out of this town." Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> I hate this town. It's so washed up. What's yeah. That, what that, song is, is that? A all signs point to Lauderdale. Okay, that's the one that I always think of. Um, yeah, I hate this town. It's so washed up, and all my friends don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's that's the lyrics. Um, but anyway, okay, that was a fucking really weird rant. I don't mind this band. But I don't really particularly like them. But I also don't mind them. You don't look out for them, but you yeah, don't I don't turn look them out off. for them. But I don't really like them. Like, and you know, like like Mister Highway singing about the end. Like, I that song's still kind of catchy to me. Like, I don't mind it. And it's like, it's just so familiar. Like, it, did you get what I was saying about it being like the most memed breakdown ever? Yeah. When you heard that breakdown, you're like, oh, I've seen this in fucking plenty of videos. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like it's everywhere. So it could just be a familiarity thing. Yeah. And and a lot of their, a lot of their, um, a lot of their sound is either they copied from other bands or other mm -hmm. bands are doing it a lot. Like it's just a Mm -hmm. a lot of just that trope. And like you said, it's probably a generational thing because like this, this kind of stuff started getting popular. Like right when I was getting out of high school, when I was getting out of high school, people were like, dude, Papa Roach. And I was like, fuck them. They suck. I don't compare these guys to Papa Roach or Disturbed or anything at all. Yeah. They, to me, to me, like I, they sound a lot like Papa Roach to me where they're, they're just, they think they're heavy and they're complaining. Well, people call that (laughs) stuff. What I kind of categorize it as more of a dad rock. Yeah. I don't call this dad rock. Because dads don't listen to this. I don't under. Yeah, I, I kind of side with Liam. I don't I don't think of the uh, it does have like the catchy pop like radio chorus thing for sure. Right. But they're not like a disturbed type or five finger death punch thing to me. They're different. Yeah. Like to me, this sounds closer to like Avenge Sevenfold than it would to like Papa Roach, even though they're still not similar. But like huh. I would categorize yeah. them yeah, closer Papa Roach than is like a completely different spectrum for me. Yeah. But regardless, um lost my train of thought Mr. Uh, Highway was the thing oh the breakdowns stuff like that yeah yeah I don't like like this is one of those things that someone could put on in the background and like I, you know I'm fine with it or whatever but it's not necessarily something I'd go out and listen to um, there was one song actually though that I did kind of enjoy when I listened to it um, oh don't play it oh yeah. um, the Hans Zimmer one no holding oh. it down for the underground oh yeah I actually kind of like that song um 
I don't know. It was it was kind of catchy. Uh, the only song I like didn't really like at all, which I'm sure you guys are not at all going to be surprised. <laughs> if it was, means a lot to you. Yeah, if it means a lot to you. <laughs> it's just, oh, actually, another thing I do want to point out. I don't mind this guy's high vocals. Like, because, oh. you know, I like I, I talk a yeah, lot about like that. High vocals. His high vocals don't necessarily sound bad to me. And I don't know exactly what it is. Um, it might be the contrast of him doing his high vocals and then the low growls. So it gives that kind of contrast a little bit, even though I know I just said I don't really like hearing that. But like, I still think it has like a part to play in it as opposed to doing high vocals and then only high screams and like mids and stuff. Um, But also his don't sound as like whiny i guess not like yeah, whiny. i wouldn't think call him whiny at all like i don't know but sense. sometimes yeah. like yeah it just it comes off like i don't know it seems like some bands with their high vocals it seems like they're trying really fucking hard to get these high vocals whereas him it just sounds kind of natural yeah if that makes sense i guess i don't even think he has like that high of a range yeah and it's, yeah. And it's not that high either so like it's that okay, kind of yeah. helps but regardless this yeah like i'm i'm fine with a day to remember um second sucks is my favorite song though which i know you said you like that one a little more yeah that one was better and um i just like it too because like i mean again it kind of they kind of stick to the one thing it's like okay we're gonna do heavy for this and it's like oh yeah i can get down with this um i am curious though liam for when you do uh whatever album you were just talking about the next one then the next yeah, one yeah, for them yeah. i am curious because i genu- genuinely do not know a whole lot of a day to remember um but yeah this doesn't bother me like it does you and again i do think it's probably a generational thing yeah, like i'm I, used I to listening to yeah. like hearing yeah i was totally the old guy in my car going i hate this why am i listening <laughs> it's to funny, this like I also like played this band for my dad and i'll be like one song and I'm like if it means a lot to you the next song i'll be like this is the same band and he's like what <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's funny. Yeah, you, I, yeah. You I'm, were saying I'm you don't like breakdowns, or were you kind of alluding to that? Breakdowns are like the like it's like that part that slows down the song. It's just like I, I think so. I mean, that's kind of I think what I'm talking about. Like it just it reminds me of bands like Godsmack and that. So okay, so it's interesting where you're getting that concept. It's just because so weird because post hardcore is like really. Because like a lot of bands have like a chuggy riff or something, yeah. But like in this genre, there's a thing where like in the middle of the song, instead of a bridge, they have a breakdown where like they just have this like chuggy thing that's like a different pattern that's constantly changing. Mm. And I've never really been a huge fan of them, but I had to learn to like them a bit because in high school, every single fucking person wanted to do them in everything. So mm-hmm. like part of the reason I think I even like I do like this band, but I think I had to like adjust into them a bit because. Isaac wanted to be doing breakdowns. Chris wanted to be doing breakdowns. Everybody wanted to be doing that shit. And oh. so I was like, I was the odd 80s rocker guy out right. that nobody mm-hmm. wanted to play that stuff. Huh. The one thing I did <laughs> notice. terrible. Yeah, it's always kind of sucked. I've always been like the one that's more into like a rock vibe where everybody's like, let's get into this like technical metal shit. And I'm like, I can't count in that. <laughs> I yeah. can't count one, two, three, four in like a da 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 that's one thing yeah it's like metal morse code i never would have thought about it but it's one thing that like once you actually kind of start to do it you realize how fucking hard it is to play slow 
Yeah. Like when yeah. you're doing like metal stuff and then it will like stop and they'll do like really slow like breakdowns. Like that's actually incredibly hard to like. Yeah, keep and the I'm, fucking, fami- I'm familiar yeah. with how hard it is to do that stuff. And like there's also a lot of really slow breakdowns that I enjoy. I understand that they're a completely different band, but like on Kill Switch Engage's first album, mm. they do some metal really plugin. slow yeah. breakdowns that are really fucking hard to do that I respect them for. Um, but it's just with this band, it was just, it didn't hit me well at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say about this band, and I mean, with breakdowns, obviously a lot of them are very similar sounding because they're just kind of slowing yeah, the, the shit down. I've never really cared for them. They're all kind of the same. Yeah. <laughs> so it is nice. Like, like that again, that's one of the reasons where I like, I like deathcore breakdowns, for example, because since there are a lot of them, they actually like try to do different stuff in a breakdown as opposed to just like slowing it down. But that is one thing I noticed about a day to remember is like a lot of their breakdowns sound exactly the same. Yeah, they're I, just yeah. timed slightly differently, but mm-hmm. it's still like, it's really easy to please that audience with that mm -hmm. because all they want to do at the show is that moment to hit so they can just beat the shit out of each other yeah just start moshing that's the only point of it yeah yeah, that's why i've never really cared for it as much i'm like it's not a very musical moment it's just (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but anyway so yeah going on from a day to remember um yeah hans zimmer so yeah i guess i'm the only one that hasn't seen fucking any of the blade runners so um, it was interesting. This is the first like score I've listened to before. Really? Yeah, like one? I've never listened. Like I I've listened to like soundtracks to and uh, stuff, but I've never listened to like a I'll, score. I'll be pulling up more scores. I love listening to scores. I'll just listen yeah. to those for like a week sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like so. Yeah, I've never just really like like sat down and listened to a score. But I mean, obviously, I really enjoyed it. Um, the first thing I want to get off the back, the like not even talking about like the score itself, but like I feel like I need to listen to more Frank Sinatra and Elvis because. <laughs> Yeah, so like, <laughs> I'm like, like, no fucking shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was listening to it, and I'm just like, damn, like, these are, these are fucking really good. Like, I don't, it's just one of those things that's just glossed over. Like, not that I don't like them, and like, it doesn't help that like my grandma was a fucking huge Elvis fan, and right. so like, it was playing a lot of Elvis, but like, not just that it was like all the like greatest hits type stuff so all the so stuff you hear all those songs all the time yeah so it's all it's like the you know like nothing but a hound dog from like lilo stitch or like great balls of fire <laughs> or like you know it's just all those fucking super popular ones yeah um, I, I really like um who was the other one you just said frank you know, sinatra, frank sinatra, sinatra yeah. yeah i never really explore him but anytime he comes on, i'm like fuck he's so good yeah but i never but yeah i never jumped love, down the yeah. hole no i love, love frank sinatra <laughs> i like uh, immediate that was like the first thing i thought of well listen, well not the first thing because it was later in the the well when that but, song came out yeah i was like holy shit dude like i i really do need to like listen to more of this um but going on to uh the actual like score itself it was very good and you were right liam this is definitely 100 like nice audio listen either headphones or whatever but not the car not the car yeah it's <laughs> It's I, I tried and I was like, this yeah, this is not the you, same. You miss out too much. Yeah, this yeah. is definitely. Yeah, like, I loved it just as much in the car. I as did I listen did to it in the car myself. as well. But you yeah. miss out is for me. It's like, just it's it's like a night and day difference. Um, but a couple of the uh, the tracks I guess that I like really liked were um, Seawall. I really mm-hmm. liked because uh, it kind of, if I'm remembering correctly, this one, the, when it starts off, it reminds me a lot of like the the Doom soundtrack, mm. like with the uh, the like weird synth yeah, kind of yeah. shit. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, shit, this is this is pretty fucking sick. Um, and I, so I really enjoyed that one. Um, I really enjoyed Blade Runner. 
uh, again because it kind of had like some of those elements yeah um, in it as back well. in. yeah um but those were just the two that like really really stuck out to me obviously but like overall um yeah it was it's, highly it's, enjoyable. it's hard to pick certain songs with it because it's just like yeah. it's like an overall vibe you're just like in this like yeah. sphere almost is when i listen to it. i just feel like i'm in this like electronic sphere mm-hmm. exactly and I, I i've been like wanting to bring this up for a while but i'm like it's a weird one yeah because no, it, it's just that but like i love listening to it so much i find it so satisfying yeah no it's uh, yeah it's definitely like strange to try to review but um overall like i mean obviously i really enjoyed it like yeah. the the score was awesome i'm excited to All show you more were... Hans zimmer then because it's fun because this is so different than like other yeah. things because it's so electronic feeling i'm definitely intrigued just like yeah yeah no i'm definitely intrigued but yeah overall like yeah um, so so you liked suspicious minds or uh, you just heard it and you were like now i need to hear more elvis oh we're back on oh, elvis. oh yeah <laughs> Here, let me, let me I want to the... know about that, and I want to know about Summer Wind because that's okay. the, that's the that's the Frankie song that's on there too. Yeah, let me. Um... Summer Wind is very good. Well, and I mean, and like can't help falling in love. Yeah. That's the that's the um, Elvis Presley one on there. Well, that yeah. and the Jordanaires, which were his his so, backup singers, or is it like one for my baby, and one for the road? Because that's a fucking amazing one. Yeah, one one for my baby and one for the road was. Um... I would say probably, honestly, probably my favorite. I think Summer Wind is my favorite. Um, yeah. I don't know. I one mean, for all, my baby and one for the road is a fucking amazing song. Yeah, like they're all good. It's kind of hard for me to pick those out. Um, can't help falling in love. Like obviously, I'd heard that song before. Yeah. Um, because it's one of the more popular ones. But yeah, he wrote I that just, song about his daughter. Yeah, but still, like, like even just listening to that, I'm like, God damn, like, yeah, like Elvis is fucking good. You know, it's just. Yeah, no, and I'm just I'm curious because I've never brought uh frank sinatra or any of the rat pack to Mm -hmm. the podcast yet because i thought it was going to go over your guys's heads because i didn't know what you would think of that kind of older jazz like i know you like some older jazz Mm -hmm. but i didn't know if you and also it's hard with elvis because um i have it would be so hard for me to put together a playlist because like the playlist i put together for myself to listen to that are just all of my favorite songs from like 40 different albums or however many fuck he has mm-hmm. is like five hours long. Like, okay, so it would yeah. be really hard to like put together. Like I, and I would probably want to take out like all the hits ones that people have already heard before and yeah. put ones that aren't or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I I've stayed away from doing anything from the forties and fifties like that a whole lot, because I just figured that you guys would be like, yeah, I've heard this before. I've, I've played oldies in my mom's car or whatever. And then like, so that would just kind of be if, the end of it. Since that's your mindset. My main thing is my mom has played the Beatles. Right. Like, and occasionally play the mamas and the papas and please don't put them on. Um, yeah. I love the mamas and the papas, but I, not yeah. enough to put them on the podcast. Yeah, I, I'm not into them. They're but, kind of a guilty pleasure. But that myself. was about it. She didn't really do a lot else. So like the other stuff, I mean like the Rolling Stones, whatnot, you hear all that stuff, but like I've never delved into any of it. It's so, like Frank, Frank Sinatra, everything I've ever heard from him, I've liked, yeah. but I've just mm-hmm. never pursued it. Elvis I, is hit or miss for me. Sometimes I really like it. And sometimes I'm like, this is just, Elvis. yeah. And I don't like everything that Elvis has ever done. I'm not one of those people. that's like, if he touches something, it's amazing. Like there's a lot of his music that I'm like, oh, was this when he was high? Cause I don't remember why, <laughs> why did he do this? Why was this recorded? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so most of his stuff that came out of the seventies, I was like, I don't know what happened here, but everything from the fifties and sixties, I really enjoyed. But yeah. Yeah. So no, I was, I was curious. That's why I was curious because Miss suspicious minds is more late sixties. I like early that. Seventies. And, um, and, uh, can't help falling in love is more like 
late fifties, early sixties. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious on which Elvis song you liked better. Cause that would give me an idea of what kind of Elvis to pull someday for a playlist. From, as far as I understand with Elvis, like I haven't don't know a whole lot. I think when I start to like stuff is more when he starts doing a lot more of his original things as opposed to like what they did back then where they would take the blues song and turn it into a pop version or whatever. Then he used to do that with like jailhouse rock or was he, uh, he did that with a couple songs, that but was, like, most of his music was self-written. Is that what it or was? Or had okay. someone written for him? Like it was fresh as a, no one had I, released it yet. Yeah. That, I mean, more, okay. I think more like when it just felt, I guess for me, like there's this, cause like, yeah, like, like, like suspicious like minds is what makes me think of Elvis is like that type of feel. Yeah. That's the Elvis I think of when I think of Elvis Presley, not the old, old stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm honestly like, I probably couldn't tell you one or over the other just because of how little I know of Elvis. Like it's like all of it's still new except for all the old stuff. Like the only, the only reason, you know, you just kind of like, at least for me, just like, um, it just kind of goes over my head or whatever. It's just because I hear all the, the shit, all the popular songs all the time, Mm -hmm, you know, it's just like, okay, this is what Elvis is, but it's not, you know, because I haven't like delved in. Yeah. Right. So well, that's what I was curious about because you said like, because because that like can't help falling in love. Like that's definitely a lovey dovey song. Yeah, yeah. And you can understand all the lyrics. Yeah, but it's not like the again it's a teenager it's, singing but, about high school. But it's school meant love. to be lovey dovey, and that's what I meant. Is can you handle stuff like that? Yeah, I can definitely handle stuff like that. It's just yeah, like what Liam said when it's like. It's one thing where, where it sounds like almost a, all of Elvis's music is either in love or out of love. Like it's usually yeah, not anything, but different. it's one thing. It just has like a more mature sound. Like it's more like an adult yeah. talking about love. Yeah. Whereas a lot I could, of the I completely post completely understand where you're coming from. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like a teenager fucking freaking out. Like okay. that's, that's when I have the issue, but okay. That's why, that's why I think you're getting like hold up on the lovey dovey stuff. to Fleetwood Mac. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. Um, but anyway, yeah. So no, I like, if you want to bring up any of the Elvis stuff, Frank Sinatra, whatever, I'm all for it. Like I'll, you know, whether or not I like it, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I probably will. Okay. But, um, yeah, if you just take out some of the, the most popular shit, I'm totally fine. Um, you can throw, throw some of them in I there. I mean, yeah, you could throw some They're of them in there, obviously. Have show up in the playlist. Like, yeah, yeah, I knew this one. Okay. I right. just don't want to hear fucking like Great Balls of Fire or fucking <laughs> yeah, that type I, of shit. Yeah, like it will. Uh, well, Great Balls of Fire is Jerry Lewis. But um, <laughs> is that really? Yeah, it's that's not. It's not. Uh, Elvis, so Elvis has covered great balls of fire but it's not a very well-known track that he's done like it's a, a huh. really deep deep like b-sides cut deep um, cut jerry, jerry lewis is who Look at Kurt pulling out and those came deep out with great, great, great balls shit. of fire okay actually i just had my fucking mind blown the other day i have to find the song because i don't want to fuck it and up by the way i have like three minutes Okay. And then I have to so go. So Kirk, just hold up then. Just okay. what, what is or, your pick? Or or bring it up. But yeah, like I gotta, I gotta go. Pick? Okay. So um yeah, I'm doing uh the, the exact same band for both of the albums. Um finally gonna do Rings of Saturn. Uh oh, okay. this this was my top listen to artist of last year by a long shot. Okay. Um I'm gonna do Lugal Kien and uh Ula Ulta. Are the two albums? Uh, this is Space Gent. I don't know. Their their guitars are tuned to sound like space you know what noises. Gent is? No, it's a lot more breakdowns. Yeah, yeah. 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 Think, think of like Mashuga. Mashuga is like who created kind of Gent. Okay. Um. But anyway, should send him Gent like twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. Anyway, so 
Yeah, their guitars are tuned to sound like space noises. <laughs> so it's space metal. Some people call it alien core. Uh, it's all has to do with space or aliens. Uh, That's it. Okay. It's all, all that type of shit. Um, but I just found out there was a song by NSYNC that I totally thought was by the Backstreet Boys this entire time. Oh, yeah, they're the like same the thing. Bye, bye, bye. Or whatever. That's yeah, okay. They're the same band. The, the song Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Is that the song? I think so. I yeah. think yeah, that's what it's called. Sync. Yeah, I thought that was the Backstreet Boys. Oh, that's see. understandable, yeah. though. Like, they're, Dude, they're almost the Jane same was like, thing. What are you talking about? They're different people. I was like, they're the same thing. And she was like, what? They're the same kind of <laughs> yeah. music. Yeah. yeah. But two different bands. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I am going to send just a tiny little playlist of like four songs that have like four of their biggest songs that aren't on those two albums. But all together, it's still under two hours. So okay. it's not okay. like a shitload cool. of music. Okay. But Alrighty. Sweet. All right, guys. Well, then uh, we'll see you next week. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.